0: July seventeenth, ten thirty Eastern Standard Time. Will
1: you light my doobie? Was that good?
0: Really good. That was really good.
1: <laughs> Mikey, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. How are you? How's your week? I'm
1: really good.
0: How's England? You're in England right now. I
1: am. I came to be with Boo.
0: Ooh, is it Nicolas Cage? <laughs> is it David Hasselhoff? I'm
1: here with Nicolas Cage and <laughs> David Hasselhoff. I'm the meat of the sandwich. <laughs> It's amazing here, though. It's freaking gorgeous today. We have really nice weather, but a few days have been a bit dreary. But, you know, there's something sexy about dreary English weather. That's
0: what I would want. If I go to England, I would want it to be, like, rainy and damp.
1: Yeah, I want to solve some mysteries and find Jack the Ripper's grave, you know?
0: What do they say in Wuthering Heights? The the moors. I want to go to to wet moors.
1: Mm, My wet moors. Yeah. (laughs) There must be a Wuthering Heights porno. I mean, that Kate Bush song is pornographic enough, I guess.
0: I love that song. You know I love Kate Bush.
1: Oh my God, how could you not?
0: Yeah. I've been at my dad's on Long Island since March, but I'm returning to the city. How do you
1: feel about it? I
0: feel really excited. I'm ready. I'm pumped. I went back for a couple days. Everyone was wearing masks. Everything was good. Everything felt safe. I'm ready.
1: I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm
0: excited for you. Really? Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm excited for this episode. I'm
0: excited for this episode episode you
1: probably could figure out what we're covering today in our incredible intro we did but in case you didn't know today we are covering the 2019 filmed live for television event of rent what channel was this on fox
0: and even if they guessed in the intro i mean there are so many versions out there to choose from this is true could have picked the movie with the original cast which is special in its own way oh
1: my god yes it is
0: there's the recording of the broadway show which i don't think i've ever seen that one it's so so good it's good it's beautiful but we don't want a good one
1: yeah we want one that has its (laughs) its faults
0: (laughs) and we found it
1: (laughs) once again we are pot smoking musical theater lovers slash performers and in this trying time of 2020 we want to really enjoy all the musicals that we're missing out on that live theater is not really happening And what a better choice than this version of Rent. As much as
0: I was laughing, I was like equally crying.
1: I'm laughing at moments, but I weep. I am a huge Rent fanatic. When I was 10 years old was when I got (laughs) my first... This is not not to a great start. As of my first voice teacher ever, she was like this hippie chick. Her name was Jessie. And she introduced me to rent. I was obsessed. But if you can imagine a kind of chubby 10-year-old singing the dirty songs from it, getting it, but being like, What is smack?
0: I still kinda don't understand. What drug does she do? Heroin. Oh. Oh, that's really bad. That's really bad. Yeah, I was gonna Google what smack was, but I forgot. <laughs>
1: Because that's why they think Mimi probably got HIV.
0: From needles.
1: Yeah. That's what we infer. Yeah. I fucking love rent. Do you love rent? I
0: love rent. And when I was in high school, it was like huge. Everyone had the rent shirts and people like waited outside the theater. They were like, we're
1: rent heads. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. Do you
1: hate how people need to have names for things like that? It's a bit much.
0: She sort her name like for a podcast, like Hires, The Adoreds. It's such a long podcast name. The
1: High Flyers. The
0: High Flyers. We're
1: all High Flyers at... <laughs> that's how we're going to start every episode now. Yeah, hey
0: High Flyers.
1: So to start us off, should we just explain what this was about? Can I set us up? Yeah, please.
0: So this happened in 2019, which was just last year. We probably don't need a refresher, but I just wrote down things that affected me in 2019.
1: Oh my God, that's amazing.
0: Okay, some of the big things were the college admission scandal. That
1: was some good juicy gossip. And
0: it affected me because Aunt Becky had to go to jail and she couldn't be in the final season of Fuller House.
1: Yeah, but she deserved it. Fuck Aunt Becky.
0: Uh, <laughs> Lori Laughlin did it. Aunt
1: Becky <laughs> That's a it. good point. They should have recast her. Imagine just some that would have been great. random woman. Who would you cast as Aunt Becky Sandra to? Bullock. Sandra <laughs> <in laughs> Bullock.
0: The final season of Fuller House and introducing Sandra Bullock as Aunt Becky. And the tagline could be there's a new Aunt Becky in town.
1: I would watch it. Okay, so that affected you greatly.
0: Yeah, other things that happened was not the fire festival itself but that there were two documentaries released at the same time yeah that
1: was good i watched them. fighting
0: both. for viewers i watched them both i
1: liked the one that really delved into the guy that sucked dick for water or was willing to suck dick for water he was the hero of fire festival i think
0: that was the hulu one i think hulu was better it was more entertaining
1: all right what else what else okay. did you love and
0: one of the biggest things to happen in 2019 but the cat's trailer debuted. <laughs> I was pretty shocked. I'm not going to lie. I remember I was working at a theater. We went in the back of the was with a couple of friends and we watched it. And I thought it looked pretty fucking insane. I bet it's going to make sense. I bet like when you see it, it all is going to come together. As usual, I was wrong. My
1: first thought was like, what the fuck is this cast?
0: That's what confused me. I was like, dame judy dench is in this like this has to be good and then taylor swift but you're like well taylor
1: swift can barely walk why are we having her dance what the fuck jenny any dots is supposed to tap dance her face off can rebel wilson do that are you forgetting the best thing that happened in 2019 so what is it you met me oh fuck <laughs> i thought the last one was gonna be that and then you were like cats not even the film well you didn't let the me trailer. finish you didn't
0: let me finish i couldn't get a word in where would our high flyers be if we didn't meet each other? Where
1: would we be? Like, who would I be chatting to right now? Probably no one, just myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, it's time to get into it. I can't wait another second.
1: Let's do it. You can watch this on YouTube. The whole thing's on there. I want to have a little preface by saying they change so much in this. Not like so much of the storyline, little bits, but mostly...
0: Weird things.
1: Lyrics and lines are changed. So... Okay, so this cast is filled with very talented people. Brennan Hunt. He made his Broadway debut in Pretty Woman recently, and he was on The X Factor. That's how he got popular. He broke his leg like the night before they were supposed to open so then they had to piece together part of their dress rehearsal and then they did a finale live with him with a broken leg
0: 95 percent of the show is the dress rehearsal
1: yeah it's just the very end that isn't did
0: you see all those memes that were like no day but yesterday like when it like came out
1: (laughs) That's too good. I feel kind of bad for him. Of course I feel bad for him. But the only thing in my heart I kept saying was, why can't we just have an understudy? Yeah,
0: why when they have an understudy?
1: I wonder if contractually they couldn't, but it's just so silly. So part of me feels really bad for this cast altogether that their dress rehearsal was it when they didn't expect it to be. It's just a weird situation. And
0: there's a couple of like, you no, know, there's a lot of iffy vocals throughout it, but I wonder if that's like, oh, they're like, it's my dress rehearsal. We're doing it live tomorrow. Maybe I'll hold back a little. That's kind of suck. Well,
1: But some of the iffy vocals, I think, would have been there regardless. But
0: not with everyone. So he, yeah, he looked great. And he does that, like, Roger voice.
1: He has that Adam Pascal kind of vibe. Yeah. So they stir. They have these two artists. Mark is a filmmaker. Roger is a guitarist, rock star, kind of wannabe. And they live in this loft that their ex-friend and ex-roommate now owns. And he is demanding last year's rent that he told them they wouldn't have to pay. So they're, like, pissed. And their ex-friend, Benny, is, like, taking the power off. They're a mess. Can I say something? Yeah. Like, why do these kids think they don't have to pay rent to be fair he told them they didn't have to that's the only reason I'm with them
0: I have a lot of problem with these children are you
1: thinking of that scene in Broad City where they're like why do they think they don't have to pay rent
0: oh my god no but I love that scene and then she's like I could be on Broadway
1: I I'm I'm <laughs>
0: Our favorite episode with Val. I I forgot about that.
1: Best episode ever.
0: Watch Broad City, y'all. But I mean, none of them have jobs. Like, I worked at Bubba Gump Shrimp Factory. Did I love that? No. Did I do it to make rent? Yeah. Does the smell of shrimp still bother me? Yeah. Do I still eat it? Yeah.
1: All the times that you bring up Bubba Gump's now makes tons of sense. Yeah.
0: I have a history. It's
1: a theme in your life. And also, Benny is a black man who is trying to adhere to a system that excludes him, but he's trying to be a part of and like trying to be a successful member of a society, maybe, that is more flawed than Benny himself is. Oh, baby. You know what I mean? So, it starts off with the title song of Rent, which is a fucking bop. And I have to say, I love the choreo because this set is unbelievable. It's an
0: arena! And
1: when you see how much they're jumping around and moving in this, Level's to jump up on and jump down and crowd surfing later on you're like no wonder someone broke their leg right And we're also introduced in this song to Collins. He's
0: great.
1: Brandon Victor Dixon, who is a Broadway star and fucking slays Collins. He's a college professor. He is getting the shit kicked out of him by people who steal his coat. But he's friends with Mark and Roger.
0: Yeah, we're just kind of meeting everyone. We're
1: introduced to Angel, played by Valentina. Are you a Valentina fan?
0: No, I've never seen an episode of RuPaul's. Drag Race.
1: I can't believe that.
0: I know you love it, but baby, I watch General Hospital. That's five days a week. Like it's a lot. I can't do new shows. I'm like,
1: (laughs) that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. What,
0: baby? I've been watching since fifth. Great! I went to General Hospital.
1: Is it still good? Oh, yeah. It's better than ever. It's a little too much work. Five days a week. I know. You should binge watch some Drag Race. There's like a gazillion seasons now. It's just so fucking good. Mostly because the people that come in are so ridiculously talented and funny and quirky. And Valentina was a breakout star of her season. But I will say she gets kicked off the show in an iconic way. What happens? Her original season. There was this challenge where they had to make TV show trailer and she and this girl Nina made the worst one I've maybe ever seen in Drag Race history and so the two of them were in the bottom so when you're in the bottom you have to lip sync for your life and the fashion challenge on the runway was like a Camp Lee Bowery kind of challenge and Valentina's look featured a face mask which now is like all the rage bitch so the lip sync begins and Valentina is keeping her face mask on and it was that Ariana Grande song Greedy so she's keeping it on so RuPaul stops the lip sync and goes Valentina it's a lip sync you need to take your your mask off and Valentina goes I'd like to keep it on please and RuPaul's like what part don't you understand it's a lip sync take it off never seen that before it was drama and then she starts the lip sync girl doesn't know a single word <laughs> it was the best TV ever
0: and how do you think she did in um, Rent Live
1: let's take it scene by scene <laughs> this first one, when she's meeting Collins as Angel, I don't think she's so bad.
0: No, it's not bad. It's fine. She
1: feels a little nervous, but she's so sweet. Understandable. Yeah. And beautiful.
0: Yeah. And looks the part. Like, it's perfect Angel. And she's
1: gorgeous. Yeah.
0: So Colin gets his ass kicked, gets his jacket stolen, and Angel stumbles upon him.
1: Basically is like, are you okay? Come on, I'll take care of you.
0: They also both reveal that they are sick. They have HIV. And Angel says she's going to a meeting and ask them to come. That could not be the most romantic first date, but it's really kind of sweet.
1: Yeah, intimate.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what we all want. So we love them. They
1: are like my favorite musical couple because it feels very real. So then we have Roger singing one song, Glory. Mark is trying to get Roger to get out of the apartment. Roger's like so depressed. He's just kind of in a hole. And I was surprised they didn't take these lyrics out. They explained that Roger got HIV and he found out from his girlfriend because she left a note after. After she killed herself i think they changed that lyric in the film so i was happy to see that they didn't in this because i think that's so
0: important that's a powerful dark image and explains like why he's so you know he's
1: traumatized completely in his
0: mind right now his life is over he just wants to stay inside he doesn't want to go out doesn't want to see anyone and he's
1: trying to write this one song he's like i've got one great song in me before i die he sounds amazing in and he
0: does sound amazing
1: this option up he does in the middle that i've never heard before oh
0: yeah that was great and then he finishes his song and who walks in mimi so
1: mimi is this beautiful woman that lives in their building or because she just kind of comes around it's so random she just knocks on his door and is like can i have a light yeah i would be like girl no i would be weirded out and
0: you know how it's based on la Uh bohème i wonder if like in la bohème if she goes and asks for a light and maybe that's an homage. Why are you laughing,
1: bitch? I wish the ghost of Puccini was here to tell us.
0: I don't feel comfortable sharing my ideas and thoughts if you're gonna laugh at them. <laughs> This doesn't feel like a safe space anymore. I
1: don't feel comfortable telling you anyone I have a crush on because you lie and say it's fucking. Who's next, Jack Nicholson? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like,
0: wow, that was really quick that you jumped to him. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> you gotta type.
1: I just picked an old
0: fucking actor. Uh huh. Very quickly you picked him. So
1: yeah, they're super hot. Light my candle. They're. I would watch them fuck. Wait, if
0: someone was really, really hot but they were ghosts, would you fuck them? Like, would you fuck a ghost?
1: Yeah, like Anna Nicole Smith said, I she I did. Think I would.
0: I think I might have before. I've had some weird dreams. I've woken up sort of I don't want to say it on air. We'll talk <laughs> later. But she's trying to fuck. For
1: sure. She knocks on his door, is like, Can I have fire? Keeps getting back in. She's like, Oh, I dropped my drugs. She did it on purpose.
0: Yeah, she's not taking no for an answer. Like she she's shaking her butt around. She's like, I see you looking at that. So she's trying to fuck and he's just not having it. It's not where he's at. He thinks his life's over, he's just not interested. He's like, please leave a lot. Maybe if my
1: neighbor ever looked like him, I would also be like that.
0: Yeah, she's like, let me get this fucker before they break their leg.
1: And then comes in this weird interjection, though, where they're like, last night, our friend broke his leg.
0: Oh, yeah. Totally. It's
1: such weird timing. I don't know why they didn't begin the show with this. They tell us what happened. He broke his leg. You're seeing our dress rehearsal. We reworked the finale. We hope you enjoy.
0: Why didn't they start with that? And why didn't they wheel him out? If he was there with his broken leg, why was he? any part of that speech yeah
1: why wasn't he like guys last night I broke my leg why are they not letting him speak kind of took me out of it though I'll be honest hey guys have a drink and while you're at it pour one out for Jonathan Larson the genius creator behind rent who is sadly no longer with us we love you Jonathan then Collins comes in like Santa Claus with food and booze and all this fun shit and they're like oh my god great we're starving and then we get Today for You Tomorrow for Me from Angel it's one of my favorite songs but this is when Valentina not being a vocalist becomes abundantly clear or at least not a musical theater style vocalist and that's
0: gotta be a hard fucking song to do it
1: is I will say it kind of feels like a Hasselhoff moment <laughs> a la Jekyll and Hyde where she doesn't give a fuck she keeps fucking going she doesn't let up you don't see that giving up feeling at all yeah and i'm here for it because she is an incredible performer but it's extremely clear that she lip syncs for a living
0: yeah i mean she looks great the costume looks great she dances great do
1: you think that all the vocalists that are in that with her are extremely
0: uncomfortable oh yeah they have to be on edge they have to be so nervous i would have
1: such anxiety
0: especially that last note at the end (sighs) i thought someone broke their leg again (laughs) I have something else to say. Is Angel a hired dog killer? Yeah. Like, can we talk about the song? We're supposed to like these people, (laughs) remember? (laughs) So someone said, I have a neighbor with a noisy dog. I want you to play your drums to drive it crazy like a Pied Piper and have it kill itself.
1: That's not okay.
0: I know we we don't know it until later that it's Benny's dog, but poor Benny again. They kill his dog.
1: Yeah, and to be fair, maybe you should just talk to your neighbors about their dog.
0: It's not okay. You got to talk to the landlord or something. These kids aren't right. They gotta work. They gotta stop killing dogs. This is not good.
1: <laughs> okay, Benny comes in, who is played by superstar R&B singer Mario, who gave us the bop of all bops.
0: You should let me love you. Let me be the one to give you everything you want any- That
1: song is the best. I love Mario. His voice is sick.
0: He was great. So Benny shows up and he goes, look, Maureen is having this protest tonight. If you can get her to cancel it, you can live here rent free, which I think is a pretty sweet deal.
1: Yeah. But but protesting is important because he wants to evict all the homeless people from that lot so that he can build his cyber art space. And all those people need housing.
0: Well, maybe they could just do it down the street. Like a year of rent? I would do anything for a year free rent. You should
1: just move in with someone. Just date someone for, you know what I mean? Like, I'm basically doing that.
0: Oh my God. You're like those kids in the movie. That's why you work it so much. You just like them. <laughs> Living free, jumping around, lighting fires like them. <laughs> So yeah, I guess it's wrong to cancel Maureen's rally. I get it, I get it. When you put it when you put it that way, Grace.
1: I also thought this was a weird changed lyric in You'll See, which is he normally says, think twice before you poo-poo it. And they changed the entire line to think twice before you reject it. So they changed it to something that rhymed with that. And I was like, they don't wanna say poo-poo. Why?
0: What a weird change. Why can't we say poo-poo? <laughs> Strange.
1: Tay Diggs could say poo-poo. Yeah. But Mario can't. I bet it wasn't Mario. I bet it was like people at Fox. Yeah, I don't think. It was
0: Mario? I bet I don't think Mario was like. I refuse to say poo poo. I
1: want to write into a contract that I have to say poo poo. Yeah. I want to play Fontaine in Les Mis and write in poo poo.
0: I'm trying to think like where it would go. My poo it's turned so cold.
1: <laughs> poo poo turned so cold. It's your I would pay good money to see you as fontine. Me too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So they also want, at the end of You'll See, they're like, trying to get Roger and Mark to come to this meeting for people who are HIV positive. Angel and Collins are trying to get them to come. And of course Roger is like, no, 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 no. But Mark is like, I gotta go help Maureen.
0: We didn't even talk about who Maureen is. Maureen is Mark's ex. True. Who is now a lesbian. She's dating a woman named Joanne. And like, in the opening number, she calls Joanne. And is like, my equipment breaks down. I need you to come help me.
1: But then she does call Mark, because Mark Like, okay, fine, I'll go. And Maureen is a bit that person that has her fingers in every pie a little bit, is really flirty. And even though she broke Mark's heart, he'll do anything for her. Joanne is definitely a little on edge with that relationship. So Mark has decided to help Maureen's protest continue to go on by helping her with her sound issues that Joanne is figuring out. I want to be Maureen and have all these people doing my bidding.
0: Yeah. Goals. Mark and Joanne meet each other for the first time, come face to face, ex boyfriend, new girlfriend the mark joanne friendship is one of my favorite relationships of the whole
1: me too show yeah
0: i love them so they kind of bond over all maureen's quirks and all the things she does to them but
1: at first it's a bit tense definitely because mark is like Mm -hmm. kind of making joanne realize the issues in the relationship because he's like yeah they're the same thing in mine with her because maureen is this continual flirt she's a bit emotionally manipulative right same
0: shit (laughs) <laughs> and they sing tango Maureen.
1: And they take out all the f bombs. Which I'm sorry, could they just bleep them? Yeah. Sometimes you need an f bomb or the vibe of an f bomb. Why am I saying f bomb? Fuck. The word I mean is fuck. Cause we can say it. This isn't on Fox.
0: But if they did want to put us up for a show, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no. True. I'd sell out. <laughs> a
1: podcast on Fox. Yeah. <laughs> this is also a really awesome moment because we're starting to really understand who, in my opinion, is the fucking star of the show. Who is Jordan Fisher? How
0: have we not talked about it yet? Because
1: I could talk about it the entire episode. He's the man who plays Mark. And he is unbelievably talented.
0: Un-fucking-real. He is
1: so cute. He is a triple-fucking-threat. Like,
0: I couldn't stop watching him dance in Love You, OM.
1: He's incredible. And he's so expressive through his body. Yeah. But his actual acting is so, so beautiful. Good. And nuanced. And his voice is sick. He's one of the only people that doesn't have cringy vocal moments. Yeah. I'm so excited to see what he does in his career. Because he's 26 and has done so much.
0: I mean, he did Hamilton. He did Dear Evan Hansen. Uh Uh-huh.
1: He was in Teen Beach Party 1 and 2. Oh,
0: my God. We have to cover those. They're fucking funny. Mm -hmm. He was on Live and Maddie on Disney Channel. He was in Teen Wolf. Like MTV Teen Wolf? Yeah. I need to watch it. So, life support meeting. They all go to the life support meeting.
1: I like that before life support, they do add in this little blurb about the AIDS crisis.
0: Yeah, that was great. That was really great.
1: I think that was really responsible because think about the amount of kids watching this and they don't really know about this. Yeah. I feel kind of lucky that I stumbled across this early on in life and it made me interested in those stories because I wonder what I really would have known about it being a kid that grew up more in like the 2000s. You
0: probably just know it was a virus killed people but that was probably all you know. Yeah. So it's great to get a little glimpse into how it was and how serious it was and scary. That's
1: a change I am glad that they made. Good on you Fox. So we
0: get to the life support meeting.
1: And who is the leader of
0: life support? The bearded lady herself. Friend of Hugh Jackman. I don't know her name. I thought you said Hugh Jackman.
1: She's a great friend of Hugh Jackman. Kiala Settle. They got her. I always have to think about how to say her name before I say I it. I didn't know that Keala was Kiala Settle. She is a star, but it is a bit random that she's there. Yeah. You're like, I thought this character's name was Gordon. Oh,
0: but there is a Gordon.
1: Is the other guy.
0: And I was like, oh, here we go, an older gentleman. I bet Grace is perking up right now.
1: <laughs> I hope I find a rich husband this
0: way. I was like, oh, a Nicolas Cage type. Perfect. Grace needed. <laughs> And then. Ahoot! Ah, Ahoot <laughs> ah, tonight. Ahoot <laughs> ah, tonight,
1: starring Tinashe. Mimi's goals. She has so much fucking going on in her life that is kind of fucked up, super fucked up. And yet she's still like, listen, I'm going to knock on my neighbor's door and try to fuck him. I'm going to party tonight. I'm going to beg this hot guy to take me out. We should all harvest some of this energy. You disagree? I think she's a
0: little much. <laughs> I mean, he said no a bunch of times. So she went upstairs, got dolled up, and is going back again. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. I put, this girl is crazy in my nose. (laughs) (laughs) I said, she's going back? (laughs) Drugs make you do crazy things. Yeah. I wrote, he said no.
1: (laughs) I mean, he doesn't really do anything to egg her on. No,
0: he's not giving her (laughs) a a little.
1: I'm a little like, work Mimi, even though it's not okay. Just because as a woman, you don't almost never do that yeah but dudes are like well I don't know she said
0: no today maybe tomorrow yeah, like if it was opposite if it was if the sexes were switched it would be really uncomfortable yeah
1: we'd be like someone kill him yeah <laughs> but with her we're like she's hot
0: good for you girl
1: <laughs> he moves into another day which is him being like fuck no girl mm-hmm. go away yeah would you write in your notes
0: I didn't even know what it was pertaining to but I just said man drugs started all of this <laughs> <laughs>
1: All of it. The podcast, that number, the show.
0: The started all of this. I don't know what I was talking about. Okay, so yeah, another day.
1: He's like, get the fuck out. He sounds a bit like a lunatic because he's like, get the moonlight out of your hair. Yeah. she's like, that's where it lives.
0: It's out of my hands.
1: And it ends with all the people in the meeting as well as Mimi singing No Day But Today at him, kind of being like, seize the moment. You don't know if you'll have tomorrow.
0: But Will I Lose My Dignity is so beautiful.
1: Literally, I weep.
0: That was the first moment I... I actually was like invested and felt things and was like feeling it.
1: It's so vulnerable a number. How could you not empathize with these people going through this insane thing, asking these questions? It's
0: so simple, but it's so haunting. Like it's, it stays with you.
1: It's fucking beautiful. They did a great job with that. Yeah.
0: And I liked how it was the walking through the streets kind of and seeing everyone. I
1: love that. they really made use of that beautiful set.
0: What is that noise? The fucking parrot.
1: I hope he shuts the fuck up. (laughs)
0: We're keeping that in. Don't start, bogey.
1: (laughs) So then Angel, Collins, and Mark are moving into the streets and Mark is taking video footage and we're kind of seeing like the police and how they're treating the homeless people and the underprivileged there. And of course there's police brutality. They kind of save this woman, not save, but they interject as she's being messed with the police and Mark is filming and this woman goes off on him. This is one of my favorite parts in the musical. And of course, because they can't say an F-bomb, they changed it completely. She's basically pointing out his privilege of you get to play hero here what she originally says in the musical is this lot is full of motherfucking artists like you think you're special because you're an artist everyone here is an artist we're just in a worse position than you do not capitalize on my pain and misfortune but instead in this she's like this block is getting too full of artists (laughs) and then she's like laughing
0: not the same impact
1: yeah when in the original she has this like really justifiable rage Mm. it kind of lost it's feeling here, and I suppose that's the problem with taking something that is anti-capitalism, anti-establishment, and then and putting
0: it on Fox. Yeah,
1: it's super commodified, <laughs> even though it's this like amazing, diverse cast, and still saying these awesome things. It loses in
0: translation.
1: Mm-hmm. It warps all these messages that were so important to it. So then, Santa Fe.
0: <laughs> Santa Fe
1: is such a musical theater uh, song title because we also have the one from Newsies.
0: Newsies, yeah.
1: I like it. It's fun. The choreo is awesome. I would
0: definitely watch a spinoff of Collins owning a restaurant in Santa Fe. Oh my
1: God. Without a doubt. Would it be like the Joey spinoff after Friends? I think
0: it would be like the Golden Girls spinoff <laughs> where they run a hotel with Don with Cheadle. With Don Cheadle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> also, he has a beautiful riff at the end. Brandon Victor Dixon. Your voice is sexy. I am here for it. Does he have a Christmas album? Because we need that as well. We deserve that. And then we move into I'll Cover You. Oh,
0: uh, one of my favorites. Angel.
1: Angel and Collins kind of falling in love and being like, I'll take care of you, baby. I got you.
0: But I will say Angel sounded winded in the beginning of the song and they moved and I saw all that playground equipment. I was like, they gotta be <laughs> fucking kidding me. I'm like, this girl's going to be like so fucking out of breath. I was like, are they nuts right
1: now? I have so many questions about who okayed this what they thought was going to happen. Maybe she just had a terrible dress rehearsal and then was like, fuck, now this is the show. Do you
0: think like an hour before she was like, oh, can I, I'm going to wear this face mask out there.
1: I'd like to keep it on. <laughs> Doesn't
0: know a single word. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'd, I'd like to keep it on. Yeah, Do you know, so I will
1: say in her all-star season, especially, she is like the kind of person that has that unwavering confidence no matter what. When she's in the bottom two, she's like, I don't know. This doesn't make sense with my fantasy. <laughs> like she always says shit like that. <laughs> I love her. I do like the set also for I'll Cover You. The playground? I love it. Because it does feel like little kids when you're falling in love with yeah. someone, right?
0: It gave it like a childlike quality. They both
1: feel like the really innocent ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Puppy love and like, yeah. Yeah. And then we move on to like this Christmas. This.
1: Is my favorite. It
0: is? I thought I was your favorite. As
1: a child, I listened to this 5,000 times. I think I know every single part by heart.
0: Prove it. Do all the parts right now.
1: Christmas bells are- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Full out. Full out.
1: I think this was like, I had never heard anything like this before. Yeah. It just takes all the characters and they're all singing together, all these beautiful parts, but certain storylines kind of get lost in it, so you have to really listen. But it is the best. And I was really happy they. Included it because it's not in the film. And I remember that was like my biggest gripe with the film because I thought Christmas bells changed my life.
0: That was your biggest gripe with the film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> fight me on it
0: besides that besides <laughs> that it was perfect otherwise so should we talk about the little stories that happen in this christmas trunk most
1: staff yeah so
0: angel gets colin a new jacket
1: which is so sweet because when he got mugged they took his jacket
0: yeah it's more cuteness just making us like fall in love with them
1: and angel's so generous and it feels really genuine and lovely
0: roger stops mimi from doing more schmack, smack or smack
1: <laughs> i think it's smack
0: I'm going to say schmack. I'm going to have to agree to disagree. It's not
1: schmackery. He's cookies, bitch. I don't know. Benny is on the phone to Muffy, his wife, because he's trying to get the protest to not happen. And at the end, Vanessa Hudgens comes rolling in on a motorcycle.
0: <gasps> Vanessa Hudgens, star of High School Musical, friend of Ashley Tisdale.
1: <laughs> I always get told I look like Vanessa Hudgens.
0: Well, it's so funny when she gets off the motorcycle and she licks her lips. It's kind of like the picture of you I put on a Legally Blonde photo. you licking your lips
1: if i was gonna have any celebrity doppelganger i am pleased it's her i'm honored
0: well that's funny because i get ashley tisdale a lot
1: we're really sharpay and ryan but i'm ryan and you're sharpay did
0: you see ryan announced the other day that he will um because kenny ortega confirmed that ryan was gay and that he will no longer be playing the role of ryan because it should go to a gay man what do you mean you'll no
1: longer be playing him like as though (laughs)
0: That's what I mean, like there's no High School Musical 4, like you're like 30. He's like, I am bequeathing the role. It hurts me, but I must stand down from the role of Ryan. For High School Musical
1: 4 to (laughs) 3000. Remember when they tried to kind of make it like he was going to hook up with that dork that played the piano? Her
0: name is Kelsey, and I find that very (laughs) offensive. The protest.
1: Do you like Over the Moon? Um, Yeah. It's fun. It's always my least favorite song in this.
0: I'm not a big fan. I was afraid to say that.
1: Over the Moon, while kind of irritating in some ways just to listen to, does fill the void really well. It's performance art, and performance art isn't always pleasing, so it's kind of correct. It
0: definitely helps you understand Maureen, too, and how, like, out there she is. Uh
1: Uh-huh. So here, where I'm staying in England, we're in the New Forest, and it's really beautiful, and people let their cows and horses and donkeys and goats just roam around the forest so you can just drive your car out and you'll just see all these animals and you can like go up to them and wow. pet them and hang out and it's magical but the other day i was by a bunch of cows and i was like moo with me they didn't move back those bitches those
0: bitches those snotty britain bitches
1: <laughs> it's because they were english they were like do you mean moo <laughs>
0: Pardon <laughs> me to mad? I couldn't possibly. <laughs> That's my Maggie Smith. I was
1: just going to say you sound like Maggie Smith. Thank you. I like that in the end, Vanessa is lifted into the air by a harness, a la Peter Pan. Oh
0: my God, the awkward of getting the harness on. Like it was just so much work for that little lift.
1: If it's not interesting enough and you need to lift her for no reason, right. it shouldn't be on television. It
0: was clunky and it was like literally like three feet.
1: <laughs> but it probably was fun to fly. So like work, Vanessa. Oh my God, we must. Let's talk about Vanessa getting in trouble at the beginning of quarantine. Do you remember that?
0: No. What did she do?
1: Right before everyone went into quarantine, literally like half of the week before, she had this video up and she looked stoned. (laughs) And she was like, listen, like, it's a virus. I respect it. I respect viruses. But like in life people are gonna die. Oh
0: shit, Vanessa.
1: It is cringe. So she deleted it, but it's online. And then her apology didn't apologize for what people were upset with. She was like, I think you should quarantine. I never said you shouldn't. And everyone was like, that's not what we're mad at. You never said that. Yeah. (laughs) It's because you like invalidated it and then said, it's okay, some people will die. What the fuck?
0: Wow.
1: But it was just a great reminder of like certain times. Maybe you shouldn't let people hear your hype ramblings but then here we are here
0: yeah, we are taking hours of recordings <laughs>
1: so if anything it means she should be a guest
0: yeah we'd love to have you sponsor one of our sponsors vanessa hudgens
1: okay we move into la vie bohème a it's a bop it's the best
0: yeah at the life cafe i've been to the life cafe have you ever gone no
1: never did you do this
0: did i do what
1: sing about bohemia and dance on a table and uh,
0: i didn't dance
1: <laughs> sounds great
0: <laughs> I, wasn't the, I wasn't in the mood uh I was tired.
1: <laughs> they meet Benny there. And he's like, Bohemia's dead. And he, like, kind of talks shit about Maureen's performance. Which was very successful. I don't yeah. know why he's talking shit. They're all there. So then they're all like, oh, Bohemia's dead. We'll show you. And then they just kind of have this celebration to Bohemia. Please
0: don't skip over the fact that we find out that Benny's dog was murdered.
1: Yeah, that's pretty fucked. Also, what a great dog name. I'm naming my dog Evita.
0: Yeah. Oh, poor pup.
1: I do love the dancing in La Vie Boheme. Like, I love that. Like, hands on the table all the head and shoulder movements they did change it up for this but it's the same vibe and it feels it's just so right
0: jordan fisher is unreal in this number he
1: is just so expressive in every way
0: yeah what do we do
1: he is so talented
0: i bet he's so nice too i feel like none of it's fake it all feels so genuine
1: that's it he's so likable
0: so during the song Maureen is giving Joanne a bunch of shit to do.
1: Yeah, what a bitch.
0: Being so mean to her. Pack this up. Do this. Do that. And then Joanne comes in and catches Maureen kissing another woman.
1: And Maureen's like, what?
0: Maureen's a mess.
1: <laughs> she really is. I really identify. Yeah. Maureen is definitely a fire sign. I'm going to say that.
0: And then we also find out that Benny and Mimi have a past. Like me and Andrea are <laughs>
1: Oh my god. It's kind of awkward because Mimi's like, no, it's nothing. That was months ago. And he's like, does your new boyfriend know? So I'm always curious about what really happened. That's
0: what I was going to ask you because I'm really confused.
1: Did they just fuck? Was he a patron at the club she works at? Did they date? They never really make that clear.
0: Yeah. Although
1: later on in the show, he says, does your boyfriend know who your last boyfriend was? Yeah. But I don't know if that's just Benny being a dick.
0: So he was cheating on his wife?
1: Or maybe it was before the marriage. Like maybe he just recently got married.
0: Interesting. So at
1: the end of Vie Bohème A, Mimi confronts Roger. And she's like, why have you been ignoring me all night? You invited me. And then everybody who's HIV positive, all of their medications, schedules are exactly the same (laughs) so if all their alarms go off and are like take your medication Roger realizes Mimi is HIV positive and then it kind of like softens him so he confides in her and they finally have that moment of real connection
0: right it's sweet it's a sweet moment and that
1: song that comes in is I Should Tell You very pretty it's just like really intimate and lovely and I like that halfway through the set they get lifted up to a different part of the set and it is fucking cool it feels like a du machina yeah. kind of vibe. and we go into la vie bohème B it starts with Joanne coming in and she's like fuck you Maureen she's dumb Maureen is a fuck girl though
0: Maureen kind of sucks she cheated on Mark she cheated on Joanne she's kissing girls everywhere Joanne's moving her fucking shit working outside and she's inside smooching other girls
1: Maureen just needs to be in a poly relationship there are those people who are like I would love a poly relationship and you're like bitch that's not for you but Maureen it's for her she is that person
0: I think she loves to cheat I think it's the actual cheating that gets her off I think even if she was in a poly relationship she would still be flirting with people on the street
1: also joanne also tells everyone benny called the cops the cops padlocked mark and roger's building but everyone is in the streets protesting and they're all mooing which is what the end of maureen's performance art over the moon was asking everyone to do she's like moo with me and they're all like moo in the street
0: <laughs> that's pretty awesome and then
1: lovey bo mb happens this really ended up being super positive even though it's fucked up like what the cops did and what benny did it's a huge huge Fuck you, it's huge power to the people.
0: Maureen and Roger. Maureen? Smooch. Me, me, and Roger. <laughs> yeah. I said it louder and angrier like you did something wrong.
1: <laughs> That's X1. Let's smoke.
0: Yeah. Hey. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, bye. Take a break, have a smoke, and if you don't have a light, knock on a door of a random neighbor. Work for me.
1: Welcome back.
0: Ah, oh, here we go. We spent our break discussing the marriage of Scary Spice and Eddie Murphy. They were
1: not married, bitch. They just had a baby.
0: Ugh, I misunderstood the story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Act two, Seasons of love.
1: Seasons of love. I love this staging.
0: Yeah, I loved it in the support group. I thought it was different, but I think it worked.
1: I think it works maybe more than the original staging to me. So you see all of the characters going through what Seasons of Love means to them. It feels more personal. It's very beautiful.
0: I remembered I have a past with the bearded lady. I went to Global Citizens Musical Music. I'm going to start that over. I went to Global Citizens Music Festival. Nope. I still didn't say it right. I went to Global Citizens Music Festival. Um, <laughs> it's really awesome. It's in Central Park and it's like for charity. I saw No Doubt. I saw Beyonce. I saw Coldplay. I saw Stevie Wonder. so really fucking cool. And you don't buy tickets. You do acts of good deed. Like you spread things on Twitter about clean water and communities. And the more good acts you do, you earn points. And then the points you get a ticket. Your good
1: deed is tweeting?
0: It's spreading the word, Grace. A huge effort. Jackman is the host, and he's like, I have a very special guest here to perform a number for you. And it was the bearded lady. K- K- What's her name? Say
1: it. I dare you.
0: Kalisa? No. Matthews. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kiala Settle.
0: Oh, well, she <laughs> sang Lisa
1: Matthews. It has a ring to it. Yeah, I went for it.
0: But she did. This is me. I love that song. She sounded great. It pumped everyone up. Also, the movie stars Zach Afron. You
1: could barely say his name. how Zac did they Zac say Afron. it? it
0: Zach Afron. <laughs> all right. Okay, back to Red. Okay,
1: so we go into New Year's. They're all yeah. really happy and excited. Mimi is like, I'm going back to school. I feel so good being with you, Roger, baby.
0: They're still loving. Loving up on each other. They're in a good place.
1: Joanne and Maureen are still not together. They're not doing But well. Joanne comes in and helps out. Basically, they're trying to break back into their apartment that the police padlocked. Benny turned out the power. So they're trying to break back in as a little like New Year's celebration slash.
0: Like a that'll show them.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it's really fun. Angel as Pussy Galore. Fucking hot. Collins is James Bond. And they're all like, let's break in. And they do it. But then Benny is there. And Benny's like, I was turning on the lights, bitches. I was going to
0: do it anyway. If you give me a minute.
1: Even though they're like, it's been weeks, bitch.
0: Well, Benny's like, I've been busy. I just got around to it.
1: I had business to do. (laughs) Yeah, my
0: dog just died. You guys know anything about that?
1: (laughs) That was weeks ago. (laughs) But it goes from this fun, hopeful New Year's. I was going to say Thanksgiving. To this kind of drama. Because Benny brings in all this weird energy. and Always.
0: He always brings the drama. That's what we call my grandmother. Queen drama. Really? Yeah, we call it the queen
1: Benny kind of tells everyone, Mimi and I used to fuck. And it starts all this drama. Roger's pissed. But everyone makes up in the end. And even Joanne and Maureen get back together.
0: Yeah, I was happy about that. So
1: Mimi ends up back on a park bench waiting for her dealer. Cause I guess she can't cope with everything that just happened. She went from this high to this low.
0: Yeah, she's in a rough place. So she uh decides to go back to her snatch.
1: Her snatch?
0: <laughs> What's it called? <laughs>
1: Do you mean smack?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's a what's a snack?
1: It's a pussy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so just going back in our snack. And
1: then we go into Joanna Maureen's fighting. They're having these artistic differences. And we get take me or leave me, which is like everyone's favorite karaoke.
0: That's my favorite. Is it? i love this song yeah it
1: is such a fucking good song
0: do you love adina menzel i do stop it but don't do this (laughs) what i
1: love adina but to be honest i might love freddie walker brown more the original joanne
0: oh okay 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 that's that's okay i'm okay with that did
1: you like this take me or leave me
0: uh yeah it wasn't my first second or third favorite but maybe your fourth i'd say it's my fourth favorite take me or leave me
1: that's pretty good
0: Third being you and me doing it. I
1: think we should sing every single duet of Rent. We'll make a CD. Mikey and Grace sing the (laughs) duets of Rent.
0: All the proceeds go to Free Britney. The charity of our choice. We have to do something. So
1: Angel's getting sick. Collins is the best caretaker taking care of Angel. Mimi and Roger are on the brink of breaking up. We get without you. So it's like everyone is in turmoil.
0: It's beautiful though. She sounds great. Tinashe,
1: this is your moment, bitch. Tinashe in those outfits. How dare
0: anyone be so beautiful?
1: And now we get the sex song.
0: Yeah. But it actually wasn't that sexy this time. No. It's usually all sex, and then at the end, it's like, oh, Angel's dying. But this was pretty yeah. much Angel's dying the whole time. It does
1: immediately go to a very angelic, ethereal place. Conspiracy theory I think this vocal was pre recorded because <gasps> it sounds so. <laughs> Because it sounds so fucking good. It sounds amazing. And
0: and she's being tossed around.
1: I just can't imagine if she struggled so much with earlier vocal moments that this, I think this is the most challenging thing that Angel sings. So I would be very confused if this sounded so good while the choreography was so intense.
0: You heard it here first.
1: It's possible it was not, but that's just my theory. But of course, in the end, it's super fucking sad and Angel dies.
0: Oh, and then I'll cover you reprise.
1: Stunning.
0: So good.
1: Everyone's breaking up. Angel has died. We're at the funeral. Everyone is talking about what Angel has meant to them. And there's this really beautiful moment where Mark misgenders Angel because in this production, Angel is trans. Such a teaching moment. Jordan Fisher does a beautiful job with it of saying he and immediately fixing himself and saying she and is apologetic and you know a bit awkward about it but that
0: feels real i
1: don't speak for trans people because i am not one but every trans person i've spoken with on the subject says what matters to us is that you care about gendering us correctly about asking us our pronouns about not outing us as trans without us telling you to
0: yeah that was cool i didn't even catch that but that's pretty cool i think
1: that's fucking beautiful and then i'll cover you reprise
0: Oh, he sounds so good. He
1: is so talented. What is his name? Brandon Victor Dixon. Say it five times fast. <laughs> Brandon
0: Vixen Dixon. No, you fucked it up nope. the first time. <laughs> vixen <laughs>
1: Dixon. He is a vixen. That beautiful voice. It's so rich. It's so moving. Tears that well up in his eyes that you can just see at the end. And everyone's holding him and hugging him.
0: And then shit goes down. Yeah, man. Everyone kind of blows up at each other. So then it kind of turns into your fault from Into the Woods. Ooh,
1: good analogy.
0: Thank you, baby.
1: Yeah, every- <laughs> Everyone's pissed <at> each other. <laughs> Mimi went to the funeral with Benny.
0: Yeah interesting kind of weird
1: maureen and joanne once again get back together Ugh. they're just that couple yeah and in the midst of all this drama we find out roger sold his guitar he's gonna move out west he's trying to like chase the dream of santa Fe.
0: mark took that job mimi
1: is hopefully going to rehab
0: so she's coming to say goodbye to roger too yeah so we have goodbye love
1: it's like the end of an era wait
0: after goodbye love is when she's like i'm bad then he says i know a rehab to get you into yeah So I think they're just friends at this point. I don't think they are together right now. Benny
1: has this lovely moment then afterwards of paying for Angel's funeral costs.
0: Oh, yeah. See? But
1: that's not in the normal play. That's not in the normal musical. I
0: think it is. Is it? I remembered that. Yeah.
1: I don't know why I don't remember that.
0: Because you hate Benny.
1: <laughs> so we see Mark working for Alexi doing this conservative media bullshit. So they sing What You Own and they do this awkward thing where they go into the audience and they interact I with them. I hate
0: it. I hate And they sound great. And it's such a huge moment where Mark's like, fuck the job. Roger's like, fuck it. I'm going back. It's a huge moment for them. And they have them in the audience shaking hands with fans, singing to them. They crowd surf. They were
1: just like, what fun things could we do here? It's like when they put Vanessa up in the fucking Peter Pan. The
0: harness. Yeah. You
1: don't need it. It doesn't work with the story. And it ends with Mark quitting.
0: Yeah, Mark quits.
1: How do you feel about it?
0: I guess I'm happy he's happy. But
1: you don't think he should quit until he has a new job? Yeah. Classic Mikey.
0: Get a few paychecks at least. And then like leave so a year goes by is it a year i don't
1: think so i think it's like a few months
0: A few months (laughs) have gone by. And no one can find Mimi. She vanished.
1: Roger tried, though.
0: He tried. He looked everywhere.
1: Roger is back. He found his song that he's been searching for this whole time. And Mark has put together a film for all of his friends tonight of the past year. The power goes out once again. We're having a bit of deja vu.
0: And then Collins returns.
1: Yes. And he fucked up some ATMs to get a bunch of money out of them.
0: Hot wired an ATM. Would you say hot wired? No, right? I think this is for for cars. cars. Oh, I don't even have a license.
1: Can I teach you how to drive? Yeah. I would love to do that. Let's video it. All
0: of a sudden, they hear a scream. And it's Maureen and Joanne. And they they knock on the door. They found Mimi. And she's like passed out. She looks like shit. Dying. Dying. And
1: they bring her in and they try to help. But it kind of seems like she's passed out.
0: But Roger wants to play his song for her. His one last song.
1: Your eyes. And it's the song he was working on this whole time. It is really beautiful.
0: When I go, I want you next to me singing a song you wrote about me. Okay.
1: But if I... I die before you. You have to do it. Okay. So we both have to
0: have one ready. All right, mine's going to be a patter song. <laughs>
1: Are you going to die? Are you going to not? Are you going to this? Are you going to that? I don't really know. <laughs> I'm going to sing yours in Dothraki.
0: Ooh. What?
1: <laughs> because we both love Game of
0: Thrones. Yeah. Actually, I'm okay with the song. <laughs> You just put on a CD. Um, anyways. (laughs) He serenades her. He sings that song for her and she wakes
1: up. And she's like, I was dead. I saw Angel. Angel told me, turn right back around. He's singing that song for you. Go back home. And they sing the finale. Finale B.
0: It's gorgeous.
1: Without you into No Day But Today. That's iconic and stunning.
0: And then... We get the original cast of Rent comes out. Do you
1: think this original cast of Rent is fucking bored of coming out and singing Seasons of Love all the time?
0: They're like, oh, let me guess. You want us to stand in a line? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like, honestly, everyone that comes out, you have like Adina Menzel, Jesse Martin, Taye Diggs, Anthony Rapp, Adam Pascal, Daphne Rubin Vega, Freddie Walker-Brown, Wilson Jermaine Heredia, everyone. Like, the everyone is so incredible that was in that original cast. It's so cool to see them all out there.
0: Poor Daphne Rubin Vega. Why did they give her that line? That was a hard one.
1: My issue was mostly Adina saying well,
0: leave her alone (laughs) why were there no consonants baby i love her why are you doing this
1: oh and i didn't even say this in the final number so we have your eyes and all of that like everyone's like mimi we found her she's she's sick she can't come up and because roger has broken his leg he can't do anything so he's just sitting the whole time and he's like no (laughs) and everyone else goes to get her and he just sits there so then the entire the rest of the show is him sitting there, including when all the original cast comes out and everyone's at the front of the stage. The poor boy
0: sitting on the table by himself, waving. And then I
1: also feel bad for Adam Pascal, who ends up back there with him later on, just like, "Hey, buddy, yeah, you kind of ruined this for me too."
0: Yeah, <laughs> laying on that table, clapping along. <laughs> it's
1: time now. It's by himself. <laughs>
0: <'Cause
1: I never laughs> <laughs> kiala was supposed to sing with all the original women of rent she comes out but her mic is not on
0: oh yeah i did notice there's that. a lot
1: of shit like that and you're like but
0: also we have to remember oh, no that wasn't there i was gonna say that was their dress rehearsal but this was that part was live
1: this was their one moment to get it right oh
0: shit wow so that's it that's rent sort of live
1: Mary Kill, bitch. can you put a dude in there okay
0: Okay, fuck, Mary kill. The guy who plays, what's the guy in the business suit's name? The guy who plays Gordon, Joanne's dad, or the sound <laughs> engineer.
1: <laughs> okay. I would marry Joanne's dad. Because I like that he had his shit together. He was a politician, That's mm-hmm. some power, and he cares about his kid. Care for that? I love Gordon, but I would kill him just because I want to marry the sound engineer so I can nag him about Holy how shit. Big it.
0: I did not see that coming. You don't have
1: the right to nag someone unless you also love them and have sex with them.
0: You chose to pick someone to marry who you've never seen. You don't know what they look like.
1: Oh no, that's a good point. <laughs>
0: what an odd choice. That you've
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you make that the thing, then? <laughs> Redo it, then, bitch.
0: No, it's official. You stop <laughs> till death do you part. Okay,
1: no, but I would. Because that's the only way you get to nag a person, and I want to nag him for how terrible the sound was at the end. And at other parts, they left Rogers' mic on during La Bomb b He was like, I'm sweaty. <laughs> they couldn't put fucking icon Kiala Settles' mic on. Okay, fuck Mary Kale. We're going to go Jordan Fisher, Brennan Hunt, Brandon Victor Dixon. I
0: would kill Brennan Hunt because he's already broken a leg. <laughs>
1: it's the dumbest reason i've ever heard no
0: i disagree i completely disagree i would marry brandon victor dixon Oh,
1: good job that's the first name you've ever said right because if
0: i die first i'll know he'll cry well at my funeral (laughs) and i would make love to jordan fisher
1: you always say make love but who wouldn't want to make love to jordan fisher well
0: i'm a romantic you are all right There it is.
1: Guys, it's been great.
0: Thank you for listening. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. It's so helpful.
1: Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends.
0: Email us any suggestions.
1: Tell us anything. Just be gross.
0: Yeah. Most importantly, (laughs) just keep chilling. Just keep chilling. Yeah, just keep (laughs) chilling. High Flying Adored is hosted by us, Mikey and Grace. It's
1: produced by us, Grace and Mikey.
0: Special thanks to Andy Mowat for our kick-ass theme song.
1: Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're streaming the song. While you're at
0: it, please follow our Instagram, High Flying Adored. That's flying with no G.
1: Email us at podcast at gmail.com. We love, love you. We love you. Thanks for
0: listening. We love you.